Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Horns up talking Texas podcast is back. Joshua Fisher, Nikki Snacks, Kreider, and the Quan Cosby. Get your horns up because here we go. Horns up talking Texas podcast. We couldn't ask for a better first active player to jump on the show. We've had some past guys. Now we have an active guy, the captain of the defense, the arm bandit, agent zero demo. He's pumped to be here. DeMarvian Overshot, how you doing, man? But I'm doing real good. You know, it, it's good to be back on the 40 acres. You know, mm-hmm. I thought my time was done, you know, late November last year, but Something spoke to me, and here I am back on the 40 acres, and I'm loving every second of it. I'm glad I made the choice to come back and the grind every day. I'm loving it. Does it already feel different to you than it did in previous seasons? I feel like there's just like a culture right now that is kind of starting to grow, and I feel like everyone's getting super excited about this season. Everything is feeling different. The fact for me is because this is my first time having the same coach back-to-back, running the same defense back-to-back. So, you know, I'm – I'm feeling real confident, uh, same position. You know, I'm able to play faster. Uh, confidence is at another level. And that's when you play your best football. Uh, when you're not worried about other stuff, you just, you know, dialed in to everything. You know where you got to be. You know where the other 10 players got to be. It ain't about learning another defense this spring. It's about just, like, detailing the little things that you uh, needed to work on last year that you didn't get the chance to last spring because, you know, I was out. The whole spring. So, you know, I'm excited. Uh, the team's excited. You know, the practice intensity has been up ever since, like, we started spring ball. So that's my main thing, keeping that uh, all the way up into, and going into the season. Well, first off, appreciate you coming back. We, we love you on the 40 acres and all that you keep doing. You know, it's interesting that you you mentioned that because, of course, Josh and Nick was like, what? I, I tell talking to him about that, the turnover, the changes. And I even take it deeper into administrative and all of that. And it's not an excuse. It's just a fact. But hearing that out of your mouth, as much as I even argue it, it's just mind blowing to me. So, one, I'm, I'm happy that you have that stability on actually having a coach for two years because my four years, I never changed coaches. Um, but two, man, you said, all right, it was on my heart to come back. What was that? You know, I, I want to accomplish X, Y, Z. I want to do something different here. I want to keep, I want to do something for UT, all the above. What, what, what was on your heart that, that kind of led you going back to school and finish? It was really just like uh, thinking in the long run. Like I'm a big family man. So really my decision wasn't about like, what I can gain out of this. It was really about my family. So uh, you look at it like, okay, I leave last year, you know, didn't have my best year, banged up at the end of the year. Uh, I'm looking, you know, fourth, fifth round type. And then, uh, you know, you break it down compared to like, I know I'm a first round caliber player. So you break that guaranteed money down, you know, you losing millions of dollars that Mm -hmm. way. And so I looked at it as like, okay, and I've, NIL is going to skyrocket next year because people are going to be more comfortable with it. So that 
fourth round, fifth round, sixth round guaranteed money I can make, you know, I can make uh, most of that in NIL. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, <laughs> let, let me let me put it in like the long run perspective, how I want to be able to take care of my family. So when I'm done, like my, I don't want to waste four years in the league playing under, you know, a four year, $4 million contract. When yes. I know I'm worth four year, $30 million contract type. So I, mean, uh, I knew I knew coming back, uh, it was a gamble, but uh, I look at it as an, an investment because I know what I'm capable of. I know uh, that, you know, Coach Sark got a vision for this team, and, you know, I saw it. I saw it last year, even with, the you know, us going five and seven. I looked at the end of the season, and I saw, like, each game we played in, we was in it. It wasn't no, like, we getting blown out every game. It's like we end these games, and – you know, one play, one different play, one step this way. You know, the whole game changed. We looking ten and two, like yeah, he's like that. So easily. Uh, you know, after I talked to Coach Sark, uh, I talked to my fam, and we all had a good understanding of uh, what the plan was, and it's just been all gas, no breaks since then. Yes, sir. Yeah. I got, I got all gas, no breaks on my hat, man. I mean, that's, I mean, it's a very smart business way to look about it. How was NIL the first season of NIL for you? Was it distracting? Were you able to manage it well? And obviously you're saying that people are going to be more comfortable with it in the second go round. Is that the players or people getting involved with you or kind of a combination of both? And that's not necessarily, you know, what deals you're doing or not doing It's more about the process. How is that? Is it a distraction? Is it a good, first of all, it's a good thing. Cause I think <laughs> it's a great thing. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it really, uh, to Josh's point, why is it going to be just better from a, from a process standpoint, in your opinion? Oh, uh, well, if you didn't see today, uh, Texas announced that new uh, leverage group thing that's uh, popping off starting today. But, like, we really got a couple apps. It's, we got an app called Open Doors. Uh, it's another one I can't think of right now, but it's really easy. To, you know, companies go through there. They send the deals and I got uh, people that represent me. So usually I screenshot the deal and just send it over to them. And then I'm, I'm focusing back on football. So the distraction piece is really not a problem at all. You know, I let all those people handle that, but uh, they send you uh, deals and you just look over and you can accept it or decline it. It's no, like you got to go meet them here and there, sit down for hours and talk. It's really just a bang bang process, and either you like the deal or you don't. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like it was, it went all right last year, because I mean, you know, getting an extra couple thousand dollars in your pocket every month for you know doing a thirty minute interview is is nothing. Like, think about the first three years here, all this time I done had here, that couple thousand would have built up by now. So <laughs> right. it's really an easy process. It's nothing into it at all. Do you feel like the vibe in the locker room has changed a lot since NIL got introduced? I don't, because I feel like uh, the players knew. You know, it's the same thing. Like, I tell people all the time, it's the same thing as NFL. Like, the guys that make the most plays, score the most touchdowns, they're going to get the most deals. They're going to get the most money. So people knew when the NIL was coming, but uh, that, you know, you're going to have the Quins, you're going to have the B. Johns, you're going to have the d mode, and then you're going to have the other players that get, like, small deals. But uh, – we just haven't really – we really don't talk about it in the locker room. Nice. We come, we come up there, you know, work, and then any chance we uh, get to put each other on, like, we, we trying to uh, talk to other companies. 
oh uh, yeah, this guy, like uh, my covert deal, like a lot of people don't know X, he wasn't with them at first, but you know, uh, we had a little event. I invited X out, bang, bang. He got a, he got a new car. So it was really just about that, you know. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. We like to put each other on. Uh, it's really no biggie. It's not a talk in the locker room. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter, man. Like you guys supporting the tennis team. Keelan Robinson had a song. We know. I mean, talk to us a little bit about this off the field. You got a little comedic spirit in you. You like making some videos, man. Where does it's funny, man? Where does that come from? Uh, is that kind of you know? We see now, see time and time again, like Namdi Asma, Thomas Jones, Leonard Williams. A lot of these guys are getting involved in the entertainment space. LeBron, you know, are those guys inspirations for you? Do you have aspirations for that? Because obviously there's been such a major point of emphasis, like more than the guy on the field. People are care about the athlete off the field as well. So how did you fall into that? And is that, a, is that another future that you see yourself in down the line as well? At first, I would say no. Like first getting up here, like uh... – when the recruiting thing came around, I was so camera shy. Like, I didn't want to be in front of the camera. I didn't want to do no interviews. Mm-hmm. Don't video me or nothing. But, like, uh, you know, this NIL stuff is big. And, like, I had been – I had started doing TikTok before, and I knew, like, this was going to be a thing that took off and companies going to look at my TikTok and be like, okay, you got 100K followers. Like, we can, we can do something with that. You can throw a product in there, and, hey, that's an easy $2,500. So I knew, uh, and then just seeing other top athletes in the uh, sports, like, going the entertainment route. Like, football, it's not going to be there forever. Like, and one one day, I hate to say it, but I'm going to have to hang my helmet up. Yeah. I'm going to need something. I'm like, okay, you know, I like doing this. This easy money. Like, I like I like being a clown in front of the camera. I can do that. <laughs> I saw you tweeted, I think, uh a couple months ago, you're like, I'm thinking about starting my own podcast. And I know like, you know, in the back of your mind, you're probably thinking like, you know, what else can we do to build the brand even bigger? Right. That's, that's what it's about nowadays. Like building a brand. Like, like I said, football only going to be here for a small portion of my life. And, you know, I want to be more than just like a football player. I want to go out and do other stuff when, when my time is done on the field. Man, that's so real. And I actually, I had somewhat of an epiphany right now because NIL, I clearly I'm a fan of it. And I, I my issues with NIL has nothing to do with the players. It has everything to do with NCAA and the people who don't know what they're doing. But the crazy piece is, is what you said was you made a TikTok. You're thinking so much about your brand. And and in the in the times now where people don't think about it, we had the the, the unfortunate incident of the catcher drinking a flask and getting kicked off the team. Y'all are so conscious now of one, what you put out there Two, that everybody and their mama is watching and three people trying to get, you know, cancel people all the time. So I actually think that is a very good thing when you're thinking about your brand, when you're putting it out there in a positive light, you humanizing yourself and being more than a football player. So when those haters are saying, oh, NIL is terrible, they're not thinking about that side of it that no, actually. You're better than you. you. You're now getting better talking in front of a camera. You're phenomenal at it. We see it. I've seen it doing interviews in the locker room. And so that, that's cool to hear that from you, man. And I'm glad it's working out. So I appreciate that. What would you say uh, your goal is? I mean, after after football's all over and said and done, I mean, you want to get in the media, you want to become an actor. Like, what are you trying to do? To be honest, I want to be an actor. Like, I tell myself all the time, like, you might see me in a movie with Matthew McConaughey one day. But (laughs) I know, like, I know when it's all said and done, I'm going to be somewhere retired in the country, of course. 
on the forum somewhere. Like, but I can see myself uh, definitely either doing sports broadcasting. Uh, I can say an actor, some kind of some in front of a camera. Well, we'll yeah, have to stay friends because yeah, we'll have to stay friends because Josh and I and our other co-host Alex live out here in LA and we're all actors, so. Yeah, man. You have to come on hey, out. All of y'all better be careful. Y'all better not get on the film with Will because uh, he, he smacked he, the shit out of me. We just not getting slept. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's back on the field, though. You brought him up. Two major additions at 40 Acres. One in the coaching staff, Gary Patterson, on your side of the football. And then obviously Quinn Ewers. How has it been with those guys? How has it been with Quinn in the locker room? Uh, and how has it been with Coach Patterson on the field? Uh, Coach Patterson, you know, it was weird seeing him. Like the first So year. weird, dude. It's crazy. Seeing him in a Longhorn shirt. I'm, I'm sitting here eating breakfast. He just come up and start talking. And it'd be weird. But I was like, okay, this is like, this is going to help us out so much. And it, mm-hmm. it's been helping us a lot this season. Like, you can tell, like, he's been – you know, throwing in some some ideas and stuff like that. Uh, you know, he's a defensive guru. And, uh, you know, I like to sit down and talk with him. Like, what can I work on? Uh, when you was at TCU, what was, okay, we well, need to do this. Zero's not so good at this. So uh, just having those conversations with him, seeing it from his, uh, you know, his point of view, because, you know, a lot of people would love to have him as a, uh, as a defensive coach. Mm, yeah, just, just as a mentor too i mean like we talked right. about it you, you come back for a year kind of like a contract year in the nfl right where you're playing for your stock right. and like to get a mentor like gary patterson to come in your last year to teach you all that he's taught his guys in the past i mean that's so valuable for all of the, the senior players it is and it's going to help more than just me like you can see like just everybody on the defense taking tips from them uh what can they work on and you know he's been there uh any question we got, anything we need, he's been there. He's helping us, and you know, I'm really thankful for that addition. Mm-hmm. How about the mullet? How's he doing? Mullet, in uh, he been doing good. Uh, the first six practices, he been doing real good. Uh, he a real cool, down to earth guy. You not, you know how you know he crazy nil, but he come <laughs> in the locker room just like everybody else, chilling, laughing, goofing around. Uh, but you can tell he's starting to get more and more comfortable each practice. And uh, that's something that I've been excited to see. You know, I was hearing a lot about him. I really didn't get to watch him that much while he was in high school. But, uh, you know, the hype, the hype been real. Like, he, he's been doing his thing. And I'm looking forward to that quarterback battle all spring and all, uh, all summer and come fall camp. You know, mm-hmm. Hudson's been doing his thing too. But I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, that's great, man. I mean, obviously – you bring up X-Man, who I think is, without question, the top five wide receiver in college football. I don't think, in my mind, he could have been top 15 last year as a freshman. That play, in the, the I think it was the, was the first play against OU. He just took it to the house. Oh, yeah. The bubble screen. The bubble, his speed on the bubble screen. When you, I mean, when you watch a guy live, and we're all there, and he does something like that, it just changes your perspective of him completely. And I really feel we have an unbelievable wide receiver. Obviously, Bijan, Roshan, like you, a position switch for the team. And is, I think we could have the best one-two punch in college football. Who on the defense, obviously we have yourself, but who on the defense is, do you think, going to step up this year, you know, and also be kind of, you know, your co-counterpoint? Uh, Jalen Ford. Uh, besides our interior D-line, like them guys, 
we we are deep and in, yeah. line, and I'm, I'm loving all of those guys. But uh, besides them guys, uh, Jalen Ford, he has took on that role of you know I might be the starting Mike Becker. So you know I'm I'm learning everything. Like I ain't no more. Uh, Demo got to make the play. Like we depending on Demo to make the play. It's okay, Jalen Ford. We we got to make these plays. Like. I can't I can't count on Demo standing right beside me. If he getting double team, I gotta go make these plays. So he's definitely took it upon himself to be a guy this year. And last year he was, you know, splitting reps with uh Luke and uh Bender and all of them. But I think he's he's trying to make the point this spring that this is my position at Mike and you know, I wanna be here as much as I can. Like I wanna be on this field as much as I can. And he knows himself like this is possibly I have a good year. Like I'm looking at my draft stock now, like okay, what do I want to do? Do I want to come back? Do I want to go type stuff? So you can definitely see that it has uh, a switch have flickered in his head. Like, okay, I got to go. Like, ain't no more excuses that I'm young. Mm-hmm. Like, it's my time to step up. Yeah, absolutely. And we want these battles. I mean, maybe you could speak to a bit more being in the locker room. We talk about it all the time. Like, look, what's the pinnacle? Alabama. Every position is so deep year after year. But guys don't leave. They stay. And you want that, right? That's one reason why I came back, because I knew, like, with me coming back, you know, hopefully I could have, you know, got a couple more older guys to come back mm-hmm. and uh, just allowing those guys behind us to develop and see, like, nothing is wrong with coming back and uh, getting ready for that next level. Like, you don't have to leave just because it says you are, you can leave. Like, you can always come back and better your stock, better your uh, play in general. So uh, that's one thing we talk about all the time. Like Alabama, they they got players that stay in the program forever. They just don't, you know, freshman year out of nowhere. I mean, they do got some, but like some of these guys are third year, four year guys that one good season and they out. And they paid for a long time. And they paid. Bro, Josh Jacobs played like seven games. He just came and played like the last seven games. It was an unbelievable first round pick. Exactly. Yeah. What do you, what are some things that you're personally working on in your game? And then you, I mean, you brought it, I mean, we, was it Kenny Vaccaro we had on who was like, literally there was one or two, he said something the same, almost same thing you did. It was like one or two plays and we're 10 and two. So what are some expectations the team has? Because yeah, we were five and seven, but we shouldn't have been, we should have been better than you. And you know that, and we all know that. So what are some personal things you're working on and what are some expectations you guys have in the locker room? Personal things. Uh, I just been pad level uh, playing a run more mm-hmm. faster, harder, uh, you know, I've been gaining weight where I can play inside, uh, off the edge, spin back. So uh, that's been my thing this season, uh, this off season, just really digging into like, okay, this linebacker role, I've, I'm here now. So yeah, I, I got to know the guy. I'm not, I ain't no safety no more. I, I really have to say I'm a linebacker. I got to know the ins and outs of this. I didn't get uh, a seven year head start on the position. I've, I've been here going on three years now. So I, I'm, I'm committed. I'm invested into getting this down. And uh, just like the locker room goes as a whole, like we know that this spring ball is very important. And we know that this summer coming in, getting these uh, young guys that some of them going to have to play. And uh, that's one thing we, we meet uh, as a leadership group every Friday. And we talk about it. Like these young guys that we got that came in in this class, like some of them going to have to step up and play. And we're not asking them to do what X done last year. But we asking them, like, okay, y'all got to come in and get extra work, too, because you never know when your number going to be called. And we're dependent on you. Like, 
ain't no when the first the one string go down, second string it shouldn't be no slack. You at the University of Texas ain't no slack, man. We got to pick it up. It's next man up. You know, you say you didn't like talking in front of a lot of cats, but your fashion is on point. What, what, what inspired? The, I mean, game day. That's all a good that. point, Q. Listen, man, I, I'm checking you out. I'm like, okay, I see the pictures. I see the Insta. What, what inspires the the, the your fashion the drip. game day? The drip. You know, it's called the drip. <laughs> see, it wasn't even supposed to. It wasn't supposed to go that far. To be honest, I was just like, you know, man, let me switch it up. So the uh, second, well, no, it was a Texas Tech game. The all black uh, outfit. Everybody loved it. And I was like, I, I can't, like, not do it now because people, <laughs> people is expecting Hey, it. you just, hey, you, 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 you like the people. You got to do what the people I like. do what the people want. And so after that, since then, I just been giving it to them. Like, and then it just become a part of my game routine. Like, you know, I'm studying film, but at the same time, okay, I need to know what I'm wearing uh, on the Bevo walk or Friday to the airplane, like, it's all kind of root, uh, came a routine, and I'm there. It is right there, bro. <laughs> I tagged you in it. You reposted it. I did it for my personal account. Now, even for my show account, I was <laughs> I, I woke up one morning. I saw my buddy post it. I was so hyped. This year, you know, I'm, I'm gonna have to step it up. I'm gonna have to. I'm, so I'm, the I'm, cowboy hat, though. So you have you been a cowboy hat? Because I so I'm not. I actually have to go to San Marcos to get one. But my brother, my twin brother's been a cowboy hat dude because we grew up in a really small country town too. So I. I did you? Is there a, a baby picture, a, a middle school picture of Demo wearing a cowboy hat, or that just was inspired on the forty acre? It was. It was some. It's some baby pictures, some middle school pictures. I really didn't like, cause the cowboy hat wasn't my thing until like maybe my my junior year of high school. I usually I was just chilling. Like I wouldn't even, to be honest, I wouldn't wear jeans. Like I'm going out shorts and shoes, <laughs> shorts and slides everywhere. <laughs> But really until my junior year, senior year, I started becoming like more of a boots guy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the belt buckles came with it, then the cowboy hats. And then, but you know, we didn't have that freedom to do what we was doing last year, uh, my previous years here on the Bebo Walk. So you really couldn't, you know, express yourself. Now mm-hmm. I feel like we get to express ourselves on the Bebo Walk with our outfits and just show who we really are. Excited yeah. to see the draft day fit, whatever oh. that may be. Right. It's, it's going to be something. <laughs> that, that, that's going to be too crazy. Well, because, I mean, ultimately, I think the game has changed from a standpoint of, one, we didn't have that luxury, but I mean, it was very different times. But that's your one thing that I was sold when I came to UT was, one, the, the, the NFL level media, all this different stuff. So much of what y'all do on the 40 acres is getting you league ready. And I think, you know, dude, when we go, you have a dress code in the league. You have all this different stuff. You you, you can't roll up in, in just anything. So I think it actually is just preparing you for what it is. You look good, play good. Dion said it best. Prime time, know how it goes. And yeah. clearly he did it. So, no, it's, it's, I'm glad y'all have that freedom. And, man, I again, you have old school sitting here going, let me see what Demo wearing today. Right, so <laughs> keep up the good work. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And the armbands too, man. Like, you know, just the FYI to you, brother, like – I was talking to one of our friends like, yeah, we have Overshawn coming on, you know, an active guy coming on our Horns Up podcast. And he's like, oh, is that the guy with the armbands? I like that, dude. We're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the armband, it, man. Takes a football poster the other day. Yeah, the Photoshop oh, one. one. Yeah. The thing was, it actually got me because I was like, like they kind of look real. They've done a real good job at Photoshop. Oh, I thought it was real. In the comments and like, 
Yeah, that's real. That's real. I like it's not real, but <laughs> I'm gonna have to go check it out. I haven't seen it. There's no here's the thing, it looks really real, but he's got like 50 armbands on his left arm and is like 50 on his leg. There's no way it's real because he would be circulation be cut off. Do you clearly you don't lose circulation, but has there ever been a time where you're like, oh man, I need to I'm a tingling or something? Like never. Never. I, you know, before I put them on, I got my whole routine. Before I put them on, I like stretch them out. So I rip them a little bit. So they, they, they real loose. That's why you see them slide down sometimes. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. I've seen you had to adjust them before. Yeah. So they be real loose. And, uh, you know, once I start playing, like, I forget they own, to be honest. Yeah. I go back to the sideline and look at them. They all messed up. So I had to fix them. <laughs> Bro, when they create your Madden character, they're gonna have to add more uh, slots to put uh, critic oh, character and on. Or hundred percent. All right, couple of fun hitters for you. What's your pregame warm up song? One song you could pick. One song to get pumped to. What would it be? See, I'm a I'm a R and B like old school country kind of guy. Yeah. So really, I listen to. Uh, ABC by the Jackson Five. <laughs> <What's Yeah. laughs> Come on, Motown. Like, you speaking my language, I like now, baby. I like the bass of it, so <laughs> I rewind that like the beginning of the song a lot because I like the good uh, guitar part. Of it. Ba, 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 ba. A B C D O. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. That is such an out of left field. What's your guilty ple- guilty pleasure food spot in Austin? Like you got to go eat good. Where are you going? I gotta go. I really don't like I really don't get out and go out to eat much. But if I like say I want to dress up and go somewhere, it'd probably be glorious downtown. Nice yeah, spot. Glory is good. What's your water burger order? Uh I get the number three. Uh <laughs> yeah, three, it's real when you call it numbers. Yeah. No tomatoes, bacon, uh all the way, uh mustard, no tomatoes. Fast yeah, uh, instead of a drink, I get a large vanilla shake. Nice. Do you ever had the root beer shake? That root beer shake's fire. I ain't tried it. I ain't tried it. Oh, you got to try it. I got to. Fastest guy on the team? Fastest guy on the team. Uh, I'd probably say Keelan Roberts. Wow. Nice. It's a good pick. He can go. He can go. Who was your favorite Texas Longhorn growing up other than Quan Cosby? Favorite <laughs> <laughs> Longhorn growing Okay, so when I played Pop Warner football, my coach was a big Vince Young fan. I didn't get to watch like Vince Young as a, like, okay, I know what football means. So uh, growing up, I was a, a big uh, Roy Williams guy. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, I loved him on NCAA and that was my guy. Yeah. yeah. That's, a That's a great choice. Roy is a real deal. Yeah. It's an absolute stud. All right. This is it. We ask all our guests this and hopefully the best memory is yet to come when we get that national championship next. Cause I'm, I'm all in always. You could ask Q, you could ask Nick. I do not, I'm with y'all. I do not die. Neither today, but I'm the biggest Kool-Aid drinker. And until it's over, I think we always got a shot and I love this team going into it next year, but what is so far your favorite memory as a Texas Longhorn? Favorite memory, memory. Uh, Doesn't have to be on the field either. Off the field, field could be with your boys, could be with your friends, whatever it is. In class, of course. (laughs) That has never been answered yet, but it could be in class. (laughs) (laughs) That's not going to be in class. Uh, (laughs) Favorite memory. I'm going way back on me. I would probably have to say uh, my freshman year uh, after the Sugar Bowl. (laughs) 
Uh, I I enjoyed that whole week in uh, New Orleans. <laughs> I ain't never, ever been there before. So, you know, being there with my homeboys and stuff, staying right beside uh, Bourbon Street, it was – it was it was a time. They let y'all have a little fun out there. <laughs> I like that answer. It was a time. I'm just all I'm gonna say. Yeah. I was in New Orleans yeah, and I'm glad y'all had a time. Yeah. <laughs> Look, every I always say the same thing to people that go to New Orleans. I'm glad you made it back. <laughs> yeah. I went to Mardi Gras one year and I was like, I came back to like, how was it? I'm like, either the best time, but I'm glad to be here. I'm happy to be I'm happy to made it back for New Orleans. To Marvin Overshawn. Overshawn, thank you so much for joining us, man. Absolute blast having you on. Keep doing your thing, bro. Keep crushing yes, it. Sir. Check back in with you during the season and go kick some ass and go get the W's, baby. I appreciate it. Keep up the good work, Demo. Yes, sir. It's your horns up. Horns up. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.